The Secretary of the Navy was in San Diego this week, giving a green light to a planned San Diego Grand Central Station. The idea is to use the land once known as Spay War and turn it into a transit hub that connects trolley, Amtrak, bus, and hopefully the airport all in one. There are many logistical hurdles that need to be crossed for this plan to come to fruition, but leaders are willing to take that chance. For the San Diego Union Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. To get a deeper understanding of this new project, we have two business reporters in the studio, Jennifer Van Grove and Lori Weisberg. Jennifer, you had some breaking news earlier this week about this project. Why don't you summarize what happened first? So the head of the Navy, Richard Spencer, he flew into town specifically to do a signing media event with, with our mayor, Mayor Kevin Faulkner, and um, Sandag's uh, chief, um, Hassan Ikhthrada. And the whole point of him being here was to sign a new agreement, which basically spells out that all parties are aligned to move forward on planning of a Grand Central-like um, station for this NAVWAR facility. So that's what happened. I mean, it's very complicated if we want to get into some of the weeds, but everyone involved will say it's a huge deal. It's a significant deal when you have the head of the Navy coming to San Diego to give his blessing for a very major redevelopment of federal property. Yeah. And when you say redevelopment, it's easy to kind of jump ahead to all the schematics and what's it going to look like. What are the hoops that have to be crossed in order to get things? Oh, my goodness. So many hoops. And and Lori can kind of help with with some of that. Um, However, you know, I think initially nobody really knows how feasible this is. Mm -hmm. There hasn't been any planning work done because so I'll back up even and I'll say that the Navy, it was last year when they decided that they should think about what to do with this big piece of property that they have. It's 70 acres. They have 5,000 full-time cybersecurity personnel and then 5,000 additional contractors who use this site. So it's not as if it's a dead site. However, there's lots of dead space, if that makes sense. So they were like, we really want modern facilities for our workers. How do we do that? Well, we can go out to the private sector. The private sector can build us this you know, fancy new office. Mm-hmm. We will lease them our land. And then the private sector can also build a bunch of other things on it and manage it themselves. Well, that's kind of evolved because at the same time, which Lori can talk to, There's been this collective effort to find a solution to get transit to the airport. And so that brings us to where we are today, which is the Navy saying, yes, we want to work with SANDAG. And now SANDAG, um, they're going to move forward with asking their board for $50 million so that they can start the planning work. Mm -hmm. And the planning work would would, um, result, uh, according to this schedule that they've developed, into an initial site plan by next month. And And then the Navy starts its... So the Navy has its own environmental process. So we know CEQA. Navy has NEPA. So they would start that process, initiation of that process in December. And then things just kind of go from there. Mm -hmm. But the idea would be by December of next year that um, the two, so the Navy and Sandag would go out, put out an RFP for private developers to kind of build this potential massive redevelopment of the site, which Mm -hmm. could include the, the transit hub or which 
may include the transit hub, but also housing and retail and the office for the Navy workers um, and, and a whole bunch of other things. So in a sense, this project is seeking to solve multiple problems at once or as many problems as possible. So, Lori, when you ex- explain how come San Diego has gone so long without having direct transit that's not a bus to the airport? There's been uh, individual efforts throughout the years, but not a collective effort like you're seeing now. And just as Jen was giving you some background on the Navy property, the background on this latest, more intense effort is an EIR release last year on the airport's $3 billion redevelopment plan, much of which would be going toward completely gutting and redoing Terminal 1. But what happened was in that EIR, they they just kind of blew off transit to mm-hmm. the airport, and they blew off fixing traffic congestion to the airport. That resulted in a lot of controversy and a lot of criticisms from multiple agencies. Then they all, with the help of the SANDAG executive director and the mayor, had this kumbaya, kumbaya effort. They all got together on what's known as this Airport Connectivity Subcommittee. Mm-hmm. They've been meeting for the last nine months with the goal of, as you point out, once again trying to get transit to the airport, but they think it's so doable this time. But it comes with a very hefty price tag. So what just got released by Santag today is this 63-page report that analyzed four different options for getting transit to the airport, two of which would incorporate this Grand Central Station that Jennifer was talking about, one would be a different uh, Grand Central Station in a different location, a little closer to that, but a little closer to the airport, and a fourth extending the trolley with no Grand Central Station. And right now, is there any favorite among those different options? Well, these consultants and staffers, their, their favorite, it appears to be, is one that would have the Grand Central Station on the Navy property and take an underground people mover to the airport would be like a two-minute ride. They're saying you could get, with waiting time, maybe to the airport within three minutes. The second the second choice would be that same Grand Central Station, but with a at-surface and elevated roadway to the airport on a people-mover system. We're talking those two options about $4 billion. Mm-hmm. The trolley is the least, expect, least expensive, maybe about $2 billion. So there's a lot of question marks. Will the FAA allow you to tunnel under the under the uh, the runway? Will the Navy ultimately come to an agreement with Sandag on this Navy property? Will there there'll be even the added expenses of bringing the existing Amtrak and coaster and trolley lines to this new Grand Central Hub instead of going to Old Town? So you've got um, a lot of question marks, a lot of costs. And it's up in the air where the funding would come from. So we've seen kind of a sea change in how transit is a focus of Sandag, thanks to Hassan Ikrata. Can you kind of explain his goals, Jen? Well, I don't know if I can explain all of his goals, but from what I've seen, he's come in guns blazing, and he is really, really, really doubling down on transit, and and he's pissing off some people in the process. He's definitely creating a little bit of animus, I think, for for people in other parts of the county, perhaps, Um, but he's moving forward with transit, and and his big goal seems to be um, this airport project in particular. Like He really wants people all around the county to be able to get to the 
airport via transit in the same amount of time that they would drive to the airport. And that, mm-hmm. as anyone who lives here knows, that sounds pretty darn impossible. But I think it was super interesting what Lori was saying about the underground um, or the tunnel people mover because it, I, I kind of skimmed that report that she did all the really detailed reporting on. And, and yeah, it was like two to three minutes. And what I also thought was interesting was that it seems as if Sandag in this report is kind of looking at the trolley extension to the airport as the least desirable option. And maybe Lori can kind of explain why, but that really struck me because when I write these stories, I hear from readers all the time, oh, it would be so easy to extend the trolley to the airport. I cannot believe our city hasn't done that. And I don't know that a complex report like this is going to answer that question for them, but it does seem like Sandag is favoring the people mover. Yes. So why is that the case, Lori? Uh, well, number one, the trans the trolley option comes with no Grand Central Station. Number two, it's the longest travel time of about 13 to 20 minutes versus maybe three to nine minutes. Um, and it's, it's, it is less expensive, but they have to look at ridership and what, what's going to get people there quickest. And they don't think people are going to take it if it doesn't get them quickly. And if we look at other airports like JFK, where they have an air train, and you can go right into the city um, on the on the subway and a combination of trains, people are looking for convenience. So Sandag is saying, look, these concepts with an underground tunnel or an elevated pathway to the airport really makes a sense because at the at the end of the day. They want people to ride the system. They're already estimating that anywhere from 20,000 to 40,000 people a day would ride on that people mover system. Um, you don't get those kind of numbers on the trolley. So that's, that's where they're coming from. But they also recognize there's a lot of big ifs, like Navy approval, FAA approval. So they need to have their plan B Mm -hmm, Certainly. And we had that kind of big to-do earlier this week where we had that signing ceremony. Do you think that would backfire simply because there are so many things that have to kind of work in tandem for this grand idea to come into fruition? So this is by no means a done deal. But what I will say is I think that no matter what happens, I I think our mayor actually looks pretty good because of it. Um, With Hassan, um, CEO of Sandag, you know, it's it's he is so gun ho on Grand Central at Navor um, that it it could be problematic for him going forward if there are wrinkles and there will definitely be wrinkles however he's he's thinking big picture that every time i talk to him he's always like this we got to think big picture we can't think the same way that we're thinking again and i think he's totally fine with losing his job like mm-hmm. that's not he doesn't care in that sense like he wants the big picture or he doesn't want to be here Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes that perspective to actually get anything done. Oh, yeah. He's he's a quote machine in that perspective, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also wondering, though, um, having said all that, I'm wondering, because I've attended these airport subcommittee meetings, there have been a few people on this group that say, what about the trolley? We have an existing system. People are familiar with it. Why not incorporate it? And I guess to a degree they're incorporating it by ultimately moving the trolley line to the station, but... That's a whole lot more money and a whole lot more time. We're looking at if if this goes through this week and next in Sandag, we're looking at least two more years of study mm-hmm. and and more before this gets going. So, I'm I'm curious to see how the 
the people who are backing the trolley if if they will go along with this this people mover concept instead. Mm-hmm. And if everything goes perfectly and everyone gets what they want on time, what's the earliest a Grand Central Station could open? Ooh, Lori, I think just I just overheard her on the phone ask that question. <laughs> and guess what their answer was? We don't feel comfortable answering that because there's just too many mm-hmm. imponderables. So they're, they're not willing. As far as they went was to say two years more of study. Mm-hmm. However, I will say with the schedule that I'm looking at right now, the Navy and SANDAG believe that December um, 2020, actually, I, so I think I misspoke. They want to make a decision on which developers they would partner with to redevelop that property by December 2020. So, mm-hmm. you know, build out will take it could take 30 years because sometimes these types of projects are 30-year projects that are just based on market condition. Mm-hmm. But they would like to make a decision as to who they're working with by the end of next year. And that that's incredibly aggressive. Mm-hmm. But of course, the Grand Central Station doesn't work if you don't have any transportation between the Grand Central and the airport. Right. Mm-hmm. You need that last piece. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's kind of funny. Look at a map. Everything's so close, but it's just the way we built the city. We kind of hemmed ourselves in. That's what that's what everybody talks about. I think it's like it's just right there. Why can't we get there? It's just the most common um, narrative, and I I feel everybody's pain. I think um, maybe I should mention that yeah, there is an existing bus route that can take you to the airport, but it's not all that convenient, and it's not a that some feel it's not a high enough priority to get people to really get on a bus. Mm-hmm. All right, Jennifer Van Grove, Lori Weisberg, thank you both so much. Thank you. Thanks. In other news, the 13 Marines who were detained in a human smuggling probe have all been charged. Their charges include failure to obey orders, drunkenness, endangerment, and perjury. The next step in the military system will be preliminary Article 32 hearings, which work similarly to civilian grand juries. No dates for those hearings were announced. The investigation into the human smuggling ring started after two Marines were arrested for picking up at least three unauthorized immigrants near Hakumba Hot Springs on July 3rd. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. Our creative director is Beto Alvarez, and our digital editor is Ricky Young. This podcast comes together with support from our creative studio and reporters throughout the newsroom. Please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app and support our journalism by signing up for our print and digital products at uniontrib.com slash subscribe. Until next time.